Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Everyone loves a good story. Today we will go back in time to a true love story. To a place of utter delight, full of luxurious beauty and splendour, where there is a never-ending abundance of nutritious food and delectable surrounds. Come with me to Genesis chapter 2, verses 4 to 9. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, before any plant of the field was in the earth, and before any herb of the field had grown. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. But a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The eternal God planted a garden in his beautiful creation. It was a sanctuary of peace and goodness, pure and perfect. A beautiful gift to his creation in humanity. A place to be together with the eternal God, immersed in his presence, love and his creation. This is a place to simply delight in each other, in just being together, surrounded by beauty. Out of his perfect, unending love, the eternal God created the heavens and the earth. He intimately breathed life into humanity to walk together and just be delighting in each other. In the midst of this paradise of love, life, light and liberty is the tree of life. A tree that enables humanity to eat freely of an internal love feast of life. Where we can feast on the very essence of life everlasting, the eternal God himself. It is the source of life itself, eternally giving life that God in his great love has made available to humanity. The creator of heaven and earth and all things good gives the freedom to remain in the eternal state of honour, love and freedom that we were originally created in. The eternal God never imposes himself or his love on anyone for that is not love. He, in his great love, gives free choice. 
Free choice to receive his love or free choice to reject his love? As God so loves in perfect love, there is a second tree in the midst of the garden of God's paradise. It is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So in the midst of this paradise filled with God's presence were two trees, the tree of life everlasting and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The eternal God in intimacy and love urged the first man and woman to choose life, love, light and freedom. For if they chose to become one with both good and evil, they will effectively be giving their power to evil and their selfish desires to rule over their lives. So the choice is there. A heart of pure love is broken. For the first man and woman chose to give power to the lies and deceptions of the evil one and their selfish desires. They ate of the tree of the knowledge of both good and evil. As a result, they have become one with both good and evil. So their eyes were opened to a reality previously unknown. They felt vulnerable and overwhelmed with shame, condemnation and oppressive, destructive thoughts. They tried to cover their shame, but deep in their subconscious they knew they could never be successful in doing so. Then they heard the sound that in the past would fill them with honour, love, light and freedom. It was the sound of the Eternal One walking in the cool of the evening, just to be with them. Now something had changed inside of them. Instead of pure joy and delight of being intimate and close to their loving Creator, they were overwhelmed with shame, fear and dread. But the Eternal One sought them out, and in His great love, He sought them out to cover their shame and protect them from their own destructive self. Genesis chapter 3, verses 21 to 24. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life, and eat and live forever, therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man, And he placed cherubim at the east of the Garden of Eden, and a flaming sword which turned every way, to guard the way to the Tree of Life. This is such a beautiful picture of God's eternal heart and intimacy toward the first man and woman 
and all of humanity. He personally covered their shame by making clothing for them. Clothing of skin to enable them to feel comfortable in the presence of their Creator. We do not know where the skin came from. However, we do know that death had entered into God's perfect world, and through the clothing of skin, God not only cared for them in covering their shame, but helped them receive his forgiveness that is always there. The Eternal God, Father, Son and Spirit, declared to the first man and woman what has happened to their altered state. Remembering that God never changes, his love, forgiveness, gentleness, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, patience, joy, Self-control and peace is always toward us. For that is who he is. However, it is humanity that has changed. Now humanity has the knowledge of both good and evil, no longer reproducing only good, but reproducing both good and evil. Death and evil has entered into the hearts of humanity, and all of God's once perfect world. In God's power and authority, humanity was to nurture, care for, name all the things, and together with God enjoy his own creation. Instead, humanity abused their God-given power to take by force what they thought they wanted. Throughout the ages, the exact same choice for humanity has always been there. To choose an eternity with the eternal God and enter into eternal life, light, love and freedom. Or to choose an eternity with evil and enter into eternal death, darkness, fear and bondage. God of all eternity knows the deceptions of the evil one and humanity's now corrupted heart. Humanity needs a saviour that takes away their shame, defeats death and breaks the chains of bondage. God needed to keep that choice for humanity throughout the ages. Therefore, in his great love for all humanity, he sent the first man and woman away from the tree of life. For if they ate of that tree in their damaged state, they would remain in that state forever, unable to receive God's free gift of salvation. God needed to protect the free choice of each individual throughout the ages, where each individual could choose God and an eternity of life, light, love and freedom or choose evil and an eternity of death, darkness, fear and bondage. So the Eternal One continues to reveal his heart's desire to set us free and for us to just be with him. Eternal God still delights in his own creation, including us even though his world has been damaged by evil. 
It is his heart's desire for us to enjoy the journey and be amazed and astounded by him. Even as we live in this world damaged by evil, he creates a perfect place for us, a place of peace in amongst the storm of this life, healing in amongst the hurting, hope into the moments of sorrow, light that pushes back the darkness, and life everlasting as he has defeated death. Once again, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good makes a way for humanity to receive his eternal state of honour, love and freedom that we were originally created for. The eternal God knew that the only way for humanity to be truly free was for him himself to become human, born of the Holy Spirit, the perfect man, who defeated the selfish desires of humanity, evil and death, where he would not only cover our shame, but completely take it away from us, giving us his rightness, his glory, his honour, his love, his life, his freedom, his victory. In Jesus, he made a way for us to be able to receive God's honour, life, love, light and freedom. This is the reality we live in now, having received Jesus. Spiritually, living in his honour, in his promise of eternal life, in his love and his light and his freedom. We live in the promise of that day when Jesus returns for us to be able to eat of the tree of life for all eternity and physically, mentally, emotionally and spiritually be together with God in the midst of his paradise. Revelation chapter 22 verses 1 to 5 And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street, and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there, they need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign for ever and ever. This is our future eternal destiny, living in this place of pure pleasure and delight, where there is not only a tree of life, but a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal that flows from the throne of God and Jesus. Either side of the river, the tree of life continually is yielding fruit each month. The leaves benefit the nations of the earth, bringing healing. 
Jesus restores and renews relationships and individuals. But because of the curse of evil, death and humanity's selfish desires, the earth continued to be in conflict, as did the nations. We live in this time of nation against nation, tribe against tribe. In this new heaven and new earth of God's paradise in future time, there is no more curse, no evil, no sickness, no death, no darkness, no fear, no sorrow, no shame. Everything in its perfect harmony, restored and renewed into the character of God. This is not just a restoration of the beginning, but it is greater than ever before. For all those who chose God, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good, this is our future reality. To eat freely in our glorified state of the tree of life and feast of a never-ending supply of eternal nourishment. In this paradise of eternity, we see the ultimate glory of God. We see him face to face. In his divine presence are all those who chose him. The glory of God is revealed in the identity of all who say yes to Jesus. Yes to God. Forever in the intimate world of the Eternal One, who created heaven and earth and all things good. He personally and intimately brought his salvation to its final glory and eternal state. God's servants will reign with him forever and ever and ever in the midst of his paradise of life, love, light and freedom. Until then, the Eternal One, God the Father, through Jesus the Son, is whispering, Come, to my garden. In the spirit we can come to God's garden once again. I see a waterfall, sparkling still waters, pure and pristine. The light of God the Father and the Son is there. Colours radiate, spectacular and bright. Green, lush, tender shoots that are flourishing and bursting full of light. I hear the birdsong and the chorus of light that never ends, for there is no darkness there. Thank you, Father, that you are the gardener and that you plant and grow precious things, that you enjoy, take delight in and love for us to enjoy and experience with you. May we treasure in our heart your precious garden, that is rich with your presence, love, joy and peace, and delight in your goodness and beauty for all eternity. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.